Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode. And today we're going to be discussing tips for online campaigns that really pack a punch. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Online campaigns have been the massive saving grace of lockdown. Let's be honest, so much of pageantry has had to move online and online campaigns have allowed us to still support our charities, our platforms, our communities, things like that. Um, Make a difference, spread awareness, which is probably one of the main reasons for online campaigns. Um, But there's been quite a big variation in, for want of a better word, I'm going to have to go with quality of campaigns. And so when you are setting up um, and when you are joining in online campaigns, there's some things you need to consider. I see a lot of people that just post a picture in a red top and and um, I'm going to claim this, this is Bob's campaign for, for sake of example. They'll post a picture of them in a red top and they'll be like, um, hashtag wearing red and then the London knows I'm joining Bob's campaign by wearing red they won't have tagged Bob in it so you can't then go and look at Bob's Instagram and find out what Bob has been doing and um, they won't say what it's for they won't say what it's trying to wear awareness of or if there was anything else involved or why it's even red um, they won't tell you how to get involved or what to do next nothing and um, literally it will just be that um and then obviously it scales up to uh where people have included like a picture of themselves and it's put into within a frame of a promo post there's more information on the promo post there's a specific hashtag that's just for that campaign because where hashtag wearing red could be lots of different campaigns you have to try and pick a hashtag that um hasn't been used for very much um so I love those the infographic types and that's not for everyone because not everyone has the technical skills to be able to do that um, or like with the dyslexia awareness one that I ran I was relying on people sending me their quote and their photo and then I had to make them all up which meant I needed throughout the week to know that I could jump on my computer fairly quickly and I was carrying my computer around with me a lot of times so I could jump on my computer and create people's graphics and get them back to them fairly quickly um, or you can if there's no wording in it you can create frames that people can overlay the picture on quite easily but you're then it's another step that they've got to get involved in and people aren't quite as good at it so um depending on the one what your campaign is are you looking for a certain type of person to get involved or is it one that you need volume of people to get involved with so for example the dyslexia campaign I needed people that um that suffered from dyslexia because otherwise it didn't work um and same with uh, the bullying video I did with Lauren Scobie um it wasn't something that everyone could join in with because it was um, one limited space within the song and the video um but also we needed people that had experienced bullying um otherwise it it didn't quite work 
So there's a big variation um, of the type of things to think about when you are creating. So we're going to start with the creation of your online campaign. So one, I would make sure you're not just running a campaign for everything. Like there are, there's literally websites for what is the day and it'll tell you all the different days that it's pancake day. It's, I saw one, it's wave all your fingers at your neighbour day. Not just wave your hand, not just wave, wave all your fingers at your neighbour day. So you can find a day for anything. Um, so you want to try and make sure that it's something that connects with you if you're going to go to the effort of running the campaign yourself. So maybe it connects to your platform, maybe it connects to your charity, um, maybe there's a personal connection with it, with it for you. Um, so for example, um, I'm not currently doing... Um, charity work for a cancer charity however my mum passed away from cancer and um, it's affected my life quite a few times and uh, not that I've personally had it but I'm uh, close friends and family having it and so it's something I still have a close connection to so I'm likely to still get involved or even create my own campaign around like World Cancer Day and um, my charity is the Samaritan so mental health related days um, I'm more like going to be in line with the sort of thing that I'm going to do um, dyslexia I have dyslexia so I did that I've suffered bullying and um, so that got involved with that one kind of thing um, my platform is environmental so I'm likely to get involved or start environmental based campaigns so just think about the ones that fit with you that doesn't mean that you don't get involved with other people's um obviously as long as you fit the the criteria as such like sometimes you you need to have experienced something and you're sharing something to do with that experience but sometimes it's just about awareness um like ones that uh, promote making sure you're checking your boobs male, female, had breast cancer, know someone's had breast cancer, not know anything about it, all those kind of people can help promoting checking your boobs because we all should be checking our boobs or if you're male, your like pectoral muscle and things like that. Um, you don't necessarily need to have a, a specific, have reached a specific criteria. Um, but when you're creating one, it's 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 just going to get lost in the wind if you create one for every event. Try and make it something that connects with you. Um, and then try and think of, of something specific. So, for example, with the dyslexic one, I want to do something for dyslexia awareness. Um, it's something I've obviously struggled with all my life. Um, but it's something that I was bullied for during lockdown, um, which is just disgusting and ridiculous. And um, so it was something that I... It was very extra heightened with me and I suddenly realised the the extra stress and worry I'd been through because of, of having dyslexia during my life. So I ran a campaign with another lady who'd also experienced dyslexia and we asked people to submit a picture and a, a like a quote about um some area that it's caused like struggle with that that where there's where it has like affected and um their life and people came back with their stories of being put under extreme anxiety when someone asked them to sign something without much notice and things like that um and having to read out loud and and all the different um areas and some of them were a bit a bit like I hadn't thought of that but yes actually yeah, I agree with that and it was trying to get a level of understanding so those that didn't struggle with it and that they could understand um another person's perspective that maybe businesses, pageant systems, whatever, um, might consider it when it comes to 
their paperwork? How could they adapt uh, to be more inclusive of people that struggled with it? And then also to provide a little bit of love and support and show that they weren't alone to those that struggle with it. So it kind of sort of targeted those three things. Um, we made a really bright, pretty infographic um, and then we were putting people's pictures and things together and we shared them on our social media and then everyone got sent their graphic back for them to share on those their social media. Um, and what we also did with it was typed out the wording for people to post below. Um, they could edit it if they wanted to, but it meant that the hashtags were all there, um, that there was a description, there were like any links or whatever that we wanted to put in there were all there. Um, so when you're putting yours together to start with, um, think about your audience. Like I said, we had a threefold audience. Um, think about who's going to be taking part in it. Um, what do you need from them? Um, so another way of doing it is you could create a one-off graphic that you send to everyone and then they share it as two images side by side or like as a carousel on Facebook. Um, you could do it that they then put their own picture on top, but um, some people would still struggle with that. Um, I play around with images all the time. So for me, I'm going to go, well, that's easy. Um, but think about the kind of people you're asking to do it. Are they all of them going to be able to to do that? Or are you going to find yourself having to explain it all the time? Which is fine. You might want to explain it all the time <laughs> um, if you don't like think about that. So it might be easier. Um, we did one with Pageant Land. We did um, a, a Bullying Ends Now one. Um, and people shared a, a happy picture of themselves alongside our infographic. Um, so the infographic had all the information on it, still had the hashtags on, the links and stuff like that. Um, and then also we had a wording, a copy and paste wording that people could literally copy and paste. And then they put their own um, information in there as well to, to sort of fill it out. So you need to make sure that you're kind of making it as easy as possible particularly if it's one where you want lots of people to join in make it as easy as possible for people to take part so providing the words is a great way people can copy and paste it and pick a hashtag for your campaign that hasn't got many like other posts linked to it and literally how you do that is on instagram go search the hashtag you're thinking of using um, and see if lots of other people have posted using that hashtag before um, and try and think of something that's like unique for um for the project that you're doing but then also in that wording so that would be your hashtag for the campaign but then in the wording you also want to include hashtags that relate to your campaign that other people are using so again go in and search hashtags on there or I use um, a website to help find similar hashtags. So basically hashtags help people find content that are related to that hashtag. Um, so if you were doing a, a cancer related campaign, you'd want to come up with your, um, so maybe you're doing a dress as a zebra and run around the park um, for cancer awareness. Um, you'd be like, uh, hashtag zebra run 2021 could be your hashtag for the event but then you want to find lots of cancer related hashtags um to include um so that people that are um say into raising money for cancer or um support a lot of cancer charities or maybe someone that's been recently diagnosed with cancer that wants to do something positive that they can find your um thing as well and i use a website called all-hashtag.com 
and you could literally put cancer into there and it's going to generate uh, like the best 30 ha- uh, cancer related hashtags and um, the top cancer related hashtags um, and you could I mean you could literally just copy and paste them sort of um, so I'm gonna do it now um, hashtag cancer uh, so yeah hashtag cancer cancer sucks cancer memes um, cancer warrior, cancer research, cancer free. Those are all the kind of hashtags you want to then attach to your campaign so that people um, will find it better. Um, you can, you also need to think a little bit out of the box with those hashtags. Um, so for example, say I was doing a, uh, as part of my platform, which is Care What You Consume, which is environmental work. Um, I wanted to encourage people to think about animal products in their makeup. I'm not just going to put a load of hashtags about environmentalism because a lot of environmentalists probably already think about animal products in their makeup. I want to speak to the people that love makeup that maybe haven't thought about that. So I'd probably be including a lot of hashtags around makeup addict, makeup artist, makeup fan, hashtag best makeups, hashtag I love makeup, those kind of things as well. So think a little bit out of the box. You want to be attracting people to your content that maybe aren't looking for it, but have a connection to it. The other thing that I've seen done, I think is quite good with, um, with copy and pasting the wording is maybe having a section that people have to complete themselves. Um, so you could put it in big capital letters, insert your own research thing here, um, And they have to go off and maybe find like a fun fact, for example. So it could be, say I'm doing an environmental campaign um, that I am doing something about trying to get people to understand the environmental impact of fast fashion. Um, I have to get them to go off and insert their own statistic about the fast fashion industry and how much it's damaging the planet or how um, it's destroying um, animal habitats or uh, causing droughts and things like that or the slave labor linked to it like I could give some like rough examples but um, people have to go off and find their own um, sort of shocking fact around um, the environmental impact of fast fashion and then not only is the the campaign post that's going out making an impact but those that joining in are thinking well I didn't realize that they're they're having to go and have a look and the chances are they won't just find one fact they'll find a whole website full of facts and and so your campaign is not just impacting um, them but it's the people they'll then pass that information on to as well so it's kind of four w words that help um, sum up what you need to make sure that you're including with your post and what what are you doing uh, why, why are you doing it? So I'm wearing red. Why are you wearing red? Um, when, so it could be if there's a specific date you're doing it on or you're doing it as part of um, Dyslexia Awareness Week or whatever, that's your when. Um, and then your what next. So your what next is including links, where people need to go, um, click here to join in, click here to donate, um, visit this website if you would like to submit your own story, uh, click here to find out more. That's your kind of what next bit that you need to be including. And probably not lastly, but um, if you were, so that's more about if you're when you're creating them, but that can also be applied to when you're joining in with them. Just because you've been given like very little maybe go back to the person, say, is there something more that I can add or use your own initiative. Um, if there's not that much included um, in the wording, 
don't just put up a picture of you in red. Um, go back and say, right, why are we doing this? What is it for? Um, and then you can add some quotes or some information of your own. Um, it's so quick and easy to go and copy and paste some information off the internet to add into your post. Um, I'd put speech marks around it if you are quoting someone. Ideally put who you're quoting if possible. Um, but just to try and add a bit more information. Um, there was a... Um, a campaign earlier in the year and to be fair I like what it turned into as well and it was a um it was a post originally posted as like an empowerment of women one share a black and white picture um to to show like the empowerment of women I can't remember exactly what it was but I thought well I don't enjoy I don't join in with many of these but that's quite nice um it was quite simple and easy to do um and I liked the message it had a nice message but then it also turned out that it had come from and I tagged sort of you tag x amount of people to join in with the next one um I tagged someone else in and um she actually had shared on her stories um which I then went and watched, um, about where that had originally come from, and believe it was um, well, it was, but it was linked to women's photos being black and white on milk cartons for missing people, um, and the the lack of um sort of support and things and and help that was going on. I believe it was Turkey. Don't shoot me if I'm wrong. I believe it was Turkey. Um, now, I loved the woman empowerment one. Um, and I think that was really fun and nice and, and supportive and things. But I also loved the original, like where it had come from and the truer meaning behind it as well. So what I did is I went back and actually edited my image and, and just put in the wording underneath and said, it's been brought to my attention that this is how this started and this is why. And here's links. Like I went back and added to it. Um so they do they do often evolve over time, particularly these massive big ones. So it can be worth just hitting Google and saying like, how did this trend start? And where did this one come from? If you don't actually know who started it, um, there's nothing wrong with the end version of where that one was. Um, I still think the end, uh, how the campaign had evolved was still really lovely. Um, but I preferred the more hard hitting original and um, so I just and I even put in my post that that I've now found out this um, and that's totally fine because guess what? We're all human and likely to make like mistakes and things like that. So don't panic um, if you post something and then you find out the, the sort of deeper meaning behind it. Um, but I think part of that is also being careful with what you're getting involved with um, if you don't know where something came from um, that actually might not be in line with who you are and your beliefs um so for example um me getting involved with a campaign and later on find out that it was started by boohoo or pretty little thing or one of those because those are fast fashion industries that I'm very against um and I wouldn't want to be involved with anything like that um same with me getting involved with something that turned out to be started by McDonald's or Burger King or anything like that everyone will know the running joke in pageantry of um me and being like so anti-McDonald's but it's not it's not just McDonald's it's just bad fast food um so I wouldn't want to do a campaign that had originally stemmed from there um I'm very like pro mental health support um and pro anti-bullying um like actively anti-bullying so I'm not going to join in um with a campaign from someone that actively 
has been a bully um, because then I wouldn't be anti-bullying. So do make sure you have an idea where things have come from um, and and what's behind the brand and what that brand stands for and it doesn't like clash with what you believe. Um, I guess like now I'm vegan, that would be me like supporting something being run by a butcher, for example. Um, I hope that's a bit more helpful. I have loved seeing all the campaigns that are coming out. Um, I think, oh, I've ended denied with whether to say this or not. I do think people need to be careful with quite how many they're getting involved with because your audience will just get turned off and sort of zoned out to them. Um, so I do like to try and join in with people's campaigns, but I tend to stick to the ones that have a connection to me. There's lots of, for me, there's lots of different angles, um, fitness related, dyslexia, mental health, anything cancer related, um, anything environmental. Uh, that is still a massive pool of things. And we all such mass, uh, multifaceted individuals. We've got a massive pool of things, but just to post for the sake of it, um, can just get a little bit swamping to your audience. You won't be getting the engagement. Uh, People will be like, oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. Every time you post it, but they won't be paying attention. It won't be having any impact. Um, So do be careful with flooding your feed with too much of it um, because it kind of just waters down the message if you're getting involved with too many, in my opinion. Also, from the appearance point of view, do make sure if you are solely just doing them for appearance points, make sure they count. Um, make sure that it's something that actually is going to be legitimately allowed as part of appearance points, etc., etc. Um, I personally don't believe in doing things just for appearance points, and we have got an episode about that coming out very, very soon. Um, but yeah, if you are doing them for appearance points don't go to all that effort and then find out that they don't actually count. So make sure that you're checking that too. Any questions, please do pop me a message or an email at pageantland at gmail.com. Please make sure you've checked out the website because we spend a lot of time and love on that thing. Um, And there's be a lot more coming out on the website very soon. Um, One of the things we are working on is a page that lists a lot of the very, very significant and the the big days for people to get involved with. So you can look ahead and and find out what's going on. But there is so much. um, So we're just going to start putting a selection of the bigger ones up there um but i said google is your friend there and you can find lots of days to create your own amazing campaigns um if you want any help and advice around infographics then please do let me know um i actually create them as part of my fundraising for the samaritans um so I can create some for your campaign and things if you like um for a small sponsorship fee that goes towards charity um so you can just give me a shout Jessica A. Barkley on Instagram if you would like a hand with that I'll speak to you soon have an amazing day Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. 
Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.